everybody thank you for tuning in to the ladies promoting transparent advocacy podcast i am your podcast host shape potato now this intro is called rise of the king and since men we look at you as kings i thought this would be so appropriate for my fantastic fellas friday so fellas Rise of the King is dedicated to you, and I hope you guys enjoy this fantastic Fellow Friday episode. everybody thank you for tuning in on this fantastic fellows friday and i want to make it a fun episode so the fantastic fellow we are going to talk about his name he is a chef of chinese descent you know that's been my theme this week and his name is alvin joe well i went to see how his last name was pronounced because it's spelled z-h-o-u and they said it's pronounced joe so if i'm wrong forgive me And the first time I've ever saw this uh, chef, I was watching um, Snoop and Martha's Very Tasty Halloween. And I didn't realize Tasty was a brand. I just thought they meant in as tasting good. But I was watching that special and the chef was the guest. He was giving away some money. And I I just liked everything about him. And so I mentioned him, as I said to my daughter. And the younger generation was very familiar with him. So I went and did some research. And unfortunately, other than him making food, I didn't find that many videos on him. Because, you know, I always like to do audios um, with the people I talk about so you can hear things they say in their own word. But I did tape, um, I mean, record what he was saying on the Snoop and Martha's Halloween special where, as I mentioned, he was there were chefs competing to make Halloween-looking treats, and he was the judge give, giving away the money. Of course, Martha and Snoop were judges as well. So let me just read very little of what I found out about him. Um, he is 27 years old, and he was born in um, California. And they say that he, well, the information that I um, t- uh, gathered, saying he's a tasty producer. He makes a ton of giant foods at Tasty, and he gets many challenges from his friends. He is in the Tasty New York City I don't know if that's a place or not, but anyway, he has his own series at Tasty called Make It Big, where he makes regular food big, large, I mean, regular food, but larger. As I mentioned, just check out the picture that I have on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and my um, hosting podcast company, Podbean, and you'll see this gigantic burger with him in a picture of him in the picture so you know and when he was 15 they said his mom moved to china to take care of his grandfather and he cooked for the family in her place in 2015 he became a food video producer for tasty in 2017 he graduated from columbia university with a degree in operation excuse me in operations research 
engineering management system. So he's not a dumb person at all. I mean, well, no one's dumb, but what I'm saying is he's he's very intelligent and he's fun. And I like to have fun people um, that I talk about on the show, especially on Fridays. Friday is the beginning of the weekend and we uh, like just to think of fun right now, so much tragedy, you know, and like I said, he's a video producer known for his YouTube channel and for working as a senior producer at BuzzFeed's Tasty. So as I mentioned, I don't have that much on him, um, but I do have the few minutes he talks on the Halloween special, and I also have a audio, but you got to go to YouTube and check out the video of him making a 30 pound Kit Kat bar. So check this out. I'm feeling great. This is fun. This is my first time on this large scale of set. There's like 5,000 people. The set is beautiful. I get to see all these talented people just like make food. I get to eat it. I think that's my favorite part. They're pulling out sugar work, this beautiful sugar work, chocolate work, pastry. These are people that have won baking pastry competitions. These are people that are executive chef, pastry chef, hotels, Michelin star restaurants. So I'm excited to give somebody $20,000. Hanging out with like Martha and Snoop, like they're cool people. Like we're just we're just kicking it back there. Many of fans of them for a while. I think I've always seen their stuff, and I just think it's just it's cool because yes, they you know they they built their success in many ways, but at the end of the day, they're just people, and we're all here to just have fun. Tasty test kitchen. Well, as I mentioned, I never heard of this chef until I was watching Snoop and Martha's very tasty Halloween special. And it was really, really interesting to hear about who he was. And my daughter was very familiar with him. And if you go to my Instagram, Twitter or Podbean page. I always post pictures of my episode. I want you to look at this picture of the chef. He's only 27 years old. He's young and this humongous burger. <laughs> he has. This is a this is a superstar already at 27. So imagine what he's going to be later. I have never seen him on his show, but I thought it would be fun to let you all listen to one of his episodes. And his recipes, it's 11 minutes, and it's called, I Made a Giant 30-Pound Kit Kat. Now, anybody that likes Kit Kat candy, which I do, but that chocolate candy bar is just, mm, might want to enjoy this. I figured, what's the heck of uh, having a chef that we're talking about without getting some of his recipes? So this was on YouTube, and it was... um ironically, the day before Halloween of this year by Tasty. Check this out. Someone has to say action or else I'm not going to talk. Action! Woo. Welcome back to Making It Big. This is the show where I take food that people love and I make giant versions of them. What am I doing, you might ask? 
Well, today we are going to be making a giant Kit Kat. We have some very expensive Valrona chocolate. We've already been tempering this chocolate for about 40 minutes with a method known as sous vide. This is a machine that keeps water circulating at a fixed temperature. This helps the chocolate set its structure so that it stays shiny, stays snappy, and we're going to make giant Kit Kat. We might as well do this the right way. So I'm going to keep a squishing these bags of chocolate and uh, giving them a nice massage and see you guys when the chocolate's ready. Okay, so this chocolate is now tempered. I'm drying it off on this towel because water and chocolate do not get along. They hate each other. So we have two bags. There's more in the back. This is a small fraction of what we're going to be using today. Here we go. Like a chocolate waterfall. You guys see this? Oh, I can't say that. It's okay, they'll postal censor it. So, we managed to source large wafers from a secret store. Might have been a backroom deal. My philosophy is if you don't want to know the answer to the question, you don't ask. Chocolate is our glue, wafer is our paper. I was never very good in arts and crafts class, but I will do my best. Yeah. Satisfying, you get to fill in all these little cracks. Damn. Right. This is one. Next one goes on. Line it up. Nice. Oh, these little chunks. Wow. Seems like I have a lot of work to do. We'll be right back. That's the commercial song. After some help with the culinary team, we have 12 wafers that are all stacked up with quite a staggering amount of chocolate. I have one large knife. I have one ruler. Well, things are on 18 inches, so maybe divide that by six. Pull up the woman with the numbers doing the mean numbers here. Straight ish down with a little bit of rocket. That's cool. Here we go. Steady hand. One, two, three, four, five, six bricks. Oh, you know, like in the music videos when the rappers hold up like the money to their ear and they're just like, I have bands and stacks. I have G's and racks. Gotta get the money. Cause I'm fly like a honey. I'm slanging them bricks. I think that I think that means something else though. I'm gonna get so much this. This is a large Pullman loaf pan that used for bread making that happens to be in the perfect size for those Kit Kat signature ingots. You know when you guys open a Kit Kat and you see the words Kit Kat on the bar itself? Well, this is my show. I'm going to put my name. We have Acetate strips, commonly used in baking or pastry to deal with cakes and things of that sort. We have honey as an edible glue. And we have five letters. The tricky part is that I have to put them on backwards. If we put them on in Rhode Island and we flip the Kit Kat over, it would say... That's not my 
shape. Give this a nice little glue. Damn, that's sticky. Okay. A-L-V-I-I. -I. <laughs> if I do this correctly, this should spell Alvin to the camera. Does it spell Alvin? The pen has now been lined with our acetate strips, which means it's time to get this chocolate into this pan. Hold it. That's real nice. I really like that. Gotta make sure we get as much of this out as we can. This is not cheap. My mom would yell at me. It's gonna be my snack. It's my personal bag now. I've marked it. Gotta make sure there's no air bubbles that we get all those nice corners. Oh, I can save it. Well, we're almost caved in there. Don't do that. There you go. Now we're good. Don't you dare fall on me now. Now we can go over the wafer. We'll lay you down, just like that. Gotta get the edges. Get you down in there too, little buddy. Yeah. This is set for a little bit. We're gonna get more chocolate in here. Here we go. Oh, that's so nice. Damn. Mm. This is great. Pop those air bubbles real quick. Garson to be uh, well, they're trying to escape their chocolate prison. So when I push them down, just like that. I want to hold these uh, wafers under water, under chocolate, until they stop moving and struggling. That's dark. I'll see you guys in a bit. So now we got one solid ingot for the Kit Kat, and here. A little contraption that our culinary team was nice enough to put together. It has a foil and acetate setup, which is where the Kit Kat is going to be finally assembled. So, there are six pounds of high quality chocolate in this bar. We're just going to try to get this first one out. Oh, it's a tight fit in here. This is like when you peel the thing on the TV and you just go in there and you get the... Yeah. And then if your uh, pants are Asian like mine, they never peel it off for some reason because they think it protects it, which it does, but then it just looks ugly. Right? I got to get my name off of this thing. Give me an A. Okay. Give me an L. say so myself as you can see the chocolate right here is nice and shiny which means it has been tempered properly damn pretty cool huh now i really got them bricks i'm gonna ask for some help from our wonderful culinary team we're gonna make three of these the doctor is not gonna be very happy with me but hey this isn't making it healthy all right so is to get them all together to be one whole Kit Kat and we're going to use more chocolate. Yeah, buddy. 
this out a bit. We've got a good base going. This is going to be one thick Kit Kat. Yeah, get that stuff out. Now we got to get every single one of these blocks in. Ain't no way to do it, but just to do it. Brick. Yeah. One. Brick number two. Looks like I gotta make some room. I'll make it work. We've done five seasons of this show. Yeah, there we go. It's gonna be one thick ass Kit Kat, I'm gonna say. It has been about one hour. This Kit Kat has been sitting in the fridge. Fingers crossed, because it's time to take it out. She goes. Mm, yeah, piece of that big Kit Kat ball. There's foil underneath the kitchen. Nice. Physics. Last piece. We gotta do a little bit of this trimming. That's kind of snappy. Approximately 70 years later, this is a giant Kit Kat. This weighs 30 pounds, 6 pounds each bar in the base itself, also a 6 pounds of chocolate, a culmination of many talented individuals, culinary team making all these bars, art team making this beautiful decoration, camera production team making this look good on camera. And me? I just ate chocolate all day. Let this thing is super good. Come on. Look at that! Look at that section! And for reference, this is a normal Kit Kat. This is what happens when you give a guy like me a lot of creative freedom and money. Give me your break. Cheers. Oh, ours tastes good. Ours tastes quite different. I do prefer ours because, well, one, we made it. And two, it costs a lot more money. I have a lot of enjoying to do. So that being said, see you guys in the next episode where we're going to continue to make it big. This is really cool. Uh, the YouTube video, you got to see it if you're a chef, a cook, or somebody that just want to make this. You got to actually watch the video. It's really cool. And just imagine one piece, one of those four pieces of a Kit Kat bar weighing six pounds. That's a lot of Kit Kat. And I know you guys couldn't see it, but I encourage you to go um, check out the video. But I wanted you to hear what he was doing for those who are familiar. I didn't know anything he was talking about, actually. And I was watching the video as I was recording the audio. I just wanted to have some fun because on this, this excuse me, on this Fantastic Fellows Friday, I wanted to end the week. As I said, all this week, I wanted to f focus on the Asian culture mainly focusing on China and he's from Chinese descent 
as was the episode that I did on Wednesday, um, the person I did the episode on Wednesday, and when we were talking about on Monday, the strict uh, policies China's having right now with uh, trying to minimize the Omicron uh, uh, virus, I'm sorry. It's been a crazy week, but um, I just wanted you all to just have a little fun. And um, I decided that what I'm going to do for next week and the following week, I'm going to take two weeks off for vacation for the holidays. And I also will be going into 2022 temporarily with a different um, format. I will not be doing uh, Marvelous Motivating Mondays, nor will I be doing Fantastic Fellow Fridays. I will be doing Wednesday's episodes. I don't know if they will all be Wonderful Women Wednesday. I have a feeling we're just going to make it a WWW episode because as many of you probably figure, uh, 2022, I'm going to be doing a lot of different things, not just... Um, working on or doing whatever with the Stacey Abrams running for governor of Georgia campaign, but also some personal things where I'm going to be doing some mentoring things. I'm excited about that with my old high school in Pittsburgh, as well as planning for my class reunion in Pittsburgh. So I, I got my plate really, really full for 2022 and I'm okay because I feel if someone trusts me to do these things, then I'm doing something positive. So I just wanted to mention that before I close out this episode. And I want you guys to have a safe holiday season. And thank you, as always, for supporting Shea Pate on the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. And be safe. And if you're not vaccinated, please social distance and wear a mask. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A is in Advocacy, capital L is in Ladies. We are also now on Instagram, and forgive me because I'm still trying to learn Instagram, but we are, we are on Instagram also at Advocacy Ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723, or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.